Hey, be scientist. Before we get started with the show, I just wanted to let you know that if you hear this noise, then we just dropped a source that you can find in our show notes or on bside.org, the official website of Bside. Now, get ready for Be Scientist. Welcome to the Be Scientist Podcast. I am Jordan Chapman, and as always, we have the genius chemist herself, Jana Carpenter. And today's a tough day. Last night, uh, Chadwick Boseman, the actor who portrayed T'Challa, or superhero named Black Panther, passed away after a battle with colon cancer. Um, Black Panther was the 18th movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So we are going to give Chadwick Boseman 18 seconds of silence, starting now. And just want to say thanks to Chad for giving us something to imagine and um, rest in peace. Yeah, he's inspired so many people internationally, and uh, we really just respect his craft and and who he is and will always be, and uh, we just appreciate his work, and yeah, rest in peace. During the time that Black Panther came out, I remember wanting to do something for Black scientists and not really knowing what to do. And I remember watching Black Panther and going, oh, that's what it could be like. And then that kind of inspired me in a lot of different ways to really get the ball moving for B-Sci or what would become it. And later that summer, I finally drew the what would become the B-Sci logo. And even during that time when Black Panther came out, me... And Kilo Small, our treasurer for B-Side, we would talk about it like every day, like for hours in the boxing gym. Just we would go work out, you know, we would do our own thing. I'll go to punch the back and Kilo was a coach. So Kilo would, you know, train some people. And then like as seven o'clock came around when the gym was about to close, we'd just be sitting there talking about Black Panther. <laughs> and then it'd be like 730-ish. I'm like, all right, well, We've been talking for like a half hour now, so we just got to get time to leave. Yeah. So. And do you want to tell the listeners uh, how you're decked out today? Oh, yeah. Today I have on my Black Panther baseball jersey from Mizzy Shop. And I also recently got a tattoo with that was heavily inspired by <laughs> Black Panther. So, it's yeah. Did you post it to the B-Sci page? I posted it to my page, but I tagged B-Sci in it. Okay, good. So I hope, I mean, it's not, compl- the tattoo's not completely finished yet, but it's, it, I still, it's one of my favorite things ever, so. Honestly, I, I could see, the ta- the tattoo's amazing, Thanks, by the way. appreciate it. Uh, Shout out to Roger Anthony Art on Instagram and Studio After Five on Instagram. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. 
uh, I could, I would love to see like if we ever had a listener who wanted to like get the tattoo, like if if they could like tag us in the post. Oh and, yeah. Like, you know, ask for credit, obviously. Yeah, sure. But like, also, I feel like that would be awesome. Yeah, it also has the B side logo. I don't. I think I showed you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, it has the B side logo on it too. So I like it. It's pretty cool. Um, actually, Roger Anthony is actually a civil engineer. Wow. So shout out to Black Scientist amazing yeah but man 2020 has been crazy jenna 2020 has been very crazy it's just one thing after another uh we're still trying to wrap our minds around you know the senseless shooting of jacob blake jacob blake Um, happened was that it's been a lot this was last wednesday i believe i think it wow man wow it's a lot there's so much happening that it's almost hard to keep up with it's hard to keep up with everything it's everything it's just a lot yeah even with that i'm a huge fan of basketball philadelphia 76 for life we won't talk about what happened this year but (laughs) just just the way the nba responded i will forever think of the nba as the greatest sports league of all time Agreed. Um, because I personally, I have family in Milwaukee, um, Wisconsin, and I've never been a huge Bucks fan. But that day, I was like, okay, respect yeah. to the Milwaukee Bucks for being courageous enough to not play that day and inspiring the rest of the NBA to take the same action. The WNBA, soccer leagues, soccer leagues, mm-hmm. um, baseball, baseball, hockey, hockey. Yeah. So. Even the NFL had a few, they haven't started their season yet, but there have been NFL players who have showed their support. So shout out to the NBA for paving the way forever. Appreciate that. Yeah. And, you know, I've seen a lot of rhetoric from uh, those who oppose this form of protest, but, um, and I, and specifically they've been saying that, you know, when they see sports on TV, they just want to see people play and not talk and it's so it's ridiculous to say because people aren't puppets they are people and they have their own autonomy yeah exactly uh that would be very similar to if you were in the lab right now jenna and you you, right now you're wearing i can't breathe shirt obviously Mm -hmm. so you're showing your support today too absolutely so it'd be like if you were in the lab doing your experiment and was wearing that shirt and someone came into the lab and was like, hey, you're not allowed to show that opinion. For what reason would you even say that to somebody? I just don't understand. No. So very, that's very, that's been very frustrating to see that response of people just trying to take away from these peaceful protests because they've been peaceful protests. And it's just like that dichotomy of having people protest peacefully and then yeah sure there have in getting back to the jacob blake thing specifically you get yeah you've had a few nights of some violent protests but it's that versus also watching a 17 year old white american shoot two people and injure a third and that's how somehow not more alarming right than every the peaceful protest that doesn't make any sense and right that's just 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 frustrating to see that 
after an entire summer of what felt like back-to-back shootings we we're not even we're just about done summer and we do it again and i will continue to say this there is no amount of property that is worth more than a human life no at all so and and i'm sure there's going to be people who say things like you know he had some criminal record but what what does that matter if you don't even do a proper say if you're if you're supposed to be innocent to improving guilty then i don't think you should be at the have the potential of dying before you even get to that point and then we could and that's not even to get into what happens once that verdict is passed but that's not how that's supposed to work fundamentally that's not how it's supposed to work it's just not and to argue anything else i'm sorry is i think just utterly completely disrespectful agreed um no one is should be given the right to be judge jury and executioner we have a justice system and it is completely broken right um however you can't say that you with uphold you know this the standards of justice and you know (laughs) just blatantly ignore them Mm -hmm. you know so I just, I have many words about how I feel about our justice system, but I, the only thing I will say is I am fed up. Fed up. That's a good word. Yeah. Completely fed up. Exhausted. I'm exhausted. Yeah. I really, yeah, I I just can't, it's hard to like put into words just how exhausted I am over the course of the last several months coronavirus aside is just exhausting yeah and you know as two black people i know that we've both been taught and raised to hold hold a certain way about yourself when you interact with police Mm -hmm. officers and i'm just so tired of having to replay that and still not you know being Hurt. not being heard yes exactly and not knowing if i'm gonna come out of a situation alive yeah that's never acceptable and it continues to be the case in america even after all of these senseless killings it's just we keep seeing the same thing yeah i saw something recently that was like um actually it was from teller spencer our um, first secretary of visa shout out to teller i saw her post something on facebook where it was like, people generally try to think about the South as the place where racism happens in America. And that's not the case, it happens everywhere. Again, like I have family out in the Midwest. Jenna, you're from Georgia and mm-hmm. Ahmaud Arbery died here. Mm-hmm. And there are cases in Philly. I mean, I've been stopped in Philly for fitting the description. And I remember that those moments very specifically. I remember one that always gets me and why I can just never accept like, oh, you fit the description as a proper argument is i once saw my cousin edward chapman who we plan on having um do lyrics for our intro music so listen out for that but i remember when he was 12 and i had to be 13 14 or we could have even been younger but we were young early teens at best and i remember we were at our childhood home in south philadelphia and i remember a moment where he walked into the house and out of nowhere 
there were cops with flashing lights. And they were like, we need to talk to him. And he ran into the house before the cops got there, and the cops saw that, and they stopped him. And they demanded he come outside. And we were like, why? And they said he fit the description. He was 12. I can't accept the argument that people fit the description. I can't accept the argument that you're telling me that people deserve to die without these going through the proper channels of a broken justice system. Right. That just doesn't make sense. And again, I, to, if you argue that, if you argue that it's not, if, if it's the same for everybody, I'm sorry, but we're scientists. The evidence does not support that argument. It's very well documented that black people and other minorities in this country on a constant basis go through a different justice system. There's no argument there. And it's a continued trauma that, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm no psychologist, so take this with a grain of salt if you want, but it is trauma. It's, yeah. That is what it is. And for it to be happening to, across the board, you know, at such a young age, yeah. it, I have no words for that. Right. You know? And even thinking about yesterday, 828, um, Emmett Till, Martin Luther King, Chadwick Boseman, all will go down in history as a very strange day in African-American history. Like, mm-hmm. in our history, it's just a day of mourning, celebration, and we're just tired. We're exhausted of having to go through these swings of emotion at almost the drop of a dime. Yeah, and I was able to watch most of the... Um commemoration of the march on washington Mm. the 53rd march on washington i believe and um just hearing those speeches from everyone was so powerful but it was so disheartening to know that we're still asking for the same things that we have 53 years ago when mlk made those same strides right um and i'm so tired of hearing well mlk would never protest Mm. in the way that you're protesting but you fail to realize that he was still killed by the same system. I mean, yeah. And not only that, like, just just the fact that the some of the images that we're seeing now are so, so, so similar to those images we saw in the 60s. It's just, this is hardening. That's I all agreed. it is. You can't look at these images and feel nothing or say oh well i need more evidence to yeah i hate seeing that or the Um, i'm not racist people right those are the ones that are really getting me right now the i'm not racist people who will say oh i'm not racist or you know racism doesn't happen i don't think i'm and it's just like okay even if for a second if we pretended that that's not the case and you don't have your biases Show me where it's not happening. And also, it's not about you. And it's not about you, too. So, I don't understand. <laughs> it's, it's like, if you can't come to the conversation with a selflessness, then, like, honestly, don't don't even speak. Yeah. Because at, at this point, yeah. You're not, you're not contributing productive commentary. It's not productive. So... Yeah, it's it's exhausting. exhausting. It really is. There's no other words for it at this point. Um, yeah, I don't really know what else to say to that, Jenna. I mean, yeah. we, we're going. I'm, I feel I really, really want this 
to be the last time we're going to talk about something like this. Mm-hmm. And we are such a young podcast and such a young organization that I really want this to be the last time. But I know for a fact it will not be the last time we have to talk about something like this. Even if even if we do have sweeping police reform, this will not be the last time we talk about something like this, unfortunately. And I just know that to be the truth. Agreed. But we'll move off it for now. <laughs> and we do have some good things to talk about. One, yesterday was um, A28. Um, which is Giving Black Day, which again that refers back to um, the Young Black and Giving Black Institute or YBGB. Um, they started this event about three years ago, I think, uh, to commemorate some of those important dates in African American history that happened on 828. And we participated because we are officially a 501c3. So, <laughs> so we're really happy about that. In a in a year that's been full of just super crazy and wild things, that's been one of the bright spots. Is that we're a five hundred one c three now. So all donations to BSI are now retroactively tax exempt, and for the foreseeable future will be tax exempt. So please, if you haven't already, please feel free to donate to BSI at bsi.org that's b-si.org and we greatly appreciate it yesterday i think we made over a hundred dollars for our first ever fundraising event and we are forever grateful to everyone who donated anything we fully 100 percent appreciated your support yesterday thank you yes thank you so much and i can't um i can't let this moment pass without you know thanking you jordan our president who really put in a lot of work over this past year to get this uh to be a reality so i'm just really excited to see where we go from here and thank you to everyone for all of the support and i hope you continue to support us yeah i mean we got a lot of things that are on the burner right now actually again if with your donations and things like that we're we're hoping that we can get those things off the ground sooner but we're excited. We're super excited to see where everything goes. And I got word from Janae Claytis at USC, who is our secretary, that USC is now an official chapter of B-Side there. So congrats to you guys and shout out to you. And I hope you're listening to this podcast and you you do big things at USC. We're excited to see what you guys do. So just bright spots. Yes. There are bright spots. Yes. In this very crazy wild times. But Jenna. Mm-hmm. You have just completed your first week of grad school. <laughs> How are you feeling? Um, yeah, <laughs> I have. Uh huh. And I will say that I'm excited. Okay. I'm really excited to uh, get things going, but I am quite stressed yeah. already. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um. Yeah. Shout out to all of you who are in grad school, thinking of going to grad school, starting grad school. Yep. This is a it's a it's a lot to take on. And um and this first week has definitely shown me what to expect um from this kind of a commitment. So it it I wanna say it gets better and it kinda does. Don't lie to me. It doesn't get easier. (laughs) 
doesn't get that much easier. You're going to be exhausted the whole time. But, okay, cool. <laughs> but once you get to the end, like, even in my third year now, like, there have been some really good moments. And I know you got really good moments coming, too. Like, um, I got in theory. NSF. I yes. know you, you, I know you, even if you, you were telling me you might not be eligible for NSF. Yeah, I might try to get an NIH grant okay. if I can. I feel like you're probably going to get it. I'm just going to put that into the universe right now. You're well, probably going to get it. I appreciate that, fam. Yeah. I, I mean, really do. Who else, <laughs> like, who else would they give it to? Like, I'm sorry to who else they give it to. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to shit on you. But we got Jenna. I'm sorry. You, you got to show me what's better. I appreciate that. And um, I will keep y'all updated. <laughs> That's all I can say. Okay. I mean, I see it already. It's going to be a good day. It's a, it's a struggle. Yeah, sure. It's, you got this, Jenna. I already know. It's going to be yeah. great. Mm-hmm. I just need to go ahead and find an advisor and actually hone in on the research that I want to do. Because it's all, I have so many ideas. Yeah. But it's like focusing is what's going to really tough sometimes that takes a while though to be honest i know for me um like when i came in in my first year like there were a couple ideas thrown at me and i was like oh yeah sure yeah that sounds like a good idea but then over that course of that year i realized i was like these i don't think i want to do that actually and then somewhere in the middle of year two like i realized that I had a specific outlook on how I thought archaeology and geology should interplay with each other in terms of like academic research, and that helped formulate my research, which I think um, I've talked about before, but um, I research plantations on Georgia's barrier islands, and I'm trying to use archaeology and geology to kind of see how those anthropogenic impacts of colonialism and slavery um, affected those um, plantations and compared those to the indigenous periods before and the modern period that kind of came after. But that took a while to get to. Mm-hmm. So, and sometimes that takes a while, but yeah. it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I think at the moment I'm, I'm really kind of focusing on um, protein analysis and proteomics and uh, metabolomics so metabolism research and metabolism. also lipidomics what's that uh which which what's all of that okay <laughs> <laughs> so proteomics is like a broad field of studying changes to proteins by manipulating them and so the same is true for metabolomics so that's more like carbohydrate research with like understanding how they change and using analytical techniques like some form of a mass spec to uh, see how they change. And the same is true with lipidomics. So it's, it's really a lot of broad scope research. Sounds super relevant. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, I'd love to do, to answer some biological questions uh, in that regard. So we'll see. Cool. We'll see. Yeah. Going to be some big things. I hope so. Genius Kimmins herself. I, I just want to make a difference. <laughs> <laughs> you got this. I um, appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, one of the best pieces of advice I heard is that once you're done, you can do whatever. So I do kind of use that as a good way to prop myself up. It's just like, all right, well, like it's tough today. But I mean, once I get this PhD, it's just going, all right, well, 
you could either go back to doing that same type of research or you could just be like, all right, well, I'm going to do something else now. And you're going to have that flexibility. That would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Once you're doctor. Right. Cool, cool. So what else is going on in the news? What you got? Uh, so um, it, it is a little heavier, okay. but uh, I think it's important to talk about uh, environmental racism, mm-hmm. actually. And so I looked up an article through my favorite website to get articles from which is cnn Mm -hmm. which is chemistry and engineering news and it kind of spoke on you know these industrial cities that pollute and target you know these marginalized communities Mm -hmm. and it is an absolutely toxic environment for people who are we can visibly calculate these communities that are you know having health issues as far as respiratory issues in some cases, cancer, mm-hmm. you know, and I looked up that uh, through one form of research, there is a 17% less air pollution in non-Hispanic white communities mm-hmm. and communities of black and brown people are up to 65 to 75% more likely to contract some form of respiratory or um, cancer-related uh, disease because of these highly, highly um, polluted areas in these industrial cities, namely in St. James Parish, Louisiana. Uh, there was a company called Formosa Plastics Group who launched a multi-billion dollar company to, you know, start producing plastic in this in this area. Um, but it's right next to a water source, a river. Mm-hmm. And of course, that's now causing lots of problems with, you know, processing safe and clean water for these communities. And so I just think it's really interesting uh, how companies are always willing to start up shop yeah. in these marginalized communities. Right. So. You talking about that just reminded me that the father of environmental justice is Robert Bullard, yep. who is an African-American. Um, I think we did a post about him on our BISA highlights, actually. He's, he's mentioned in this article, too. Okay, that's cool. Dope. Yep, he's a professor at Texas Southern University. Oh, nice. Cool, cool. I mean, that's good stuff right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just remembered that. I was like, oh, yeah, man, that, that was sounds like that dude. Amazing that you remembered, oh, too. Cool. <laughs> so, yeah. That was not planned, actually. <laughs> That's so, dope. Yeah, and there, you said there's a highlight on our on the B side. I think so. I was just looking for it. I'm gonna look for it again. But I think we did. Mm-hmm. So if you guys find it, then Jenna, good stuff. Also, you. Thank you yeah, sh- for remembering. <laughs> sh- <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, geniuses think alike. I mean, I'm hey. not a genius, but Jenna yes, is. you are. Come on. <laughs> All right, NSF Grant. All right. Receipt. In a, in a future NIH. A, all right. <laughs> yeah, there we go. We'll see. <laughs> all right. Um, so what do I got today? Last night, actually, I was watching on Netflix a documentary on Bill Nye, which was really good, actually. Because I never, because it's one of those things I never, like, I'm obviously a fan of Bill Nye, but I never... For some reason, thought to think like, well, what's going on with what's in Bill Nye's life, mm-hmm. you know? And so I saw that pop up on Netflix, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna watch to see what's going on. 
it was really good. It's like an hour and a half. It's produced by PBS. And like I said, it's streaming on Netflix right now. And it kind of goes back to, through his time as Bill Nye the Science Guy um, from back in the day, which I'm sure everyone Oh, yeah. Is, yeah. He definitely taught me some things. Yeah, sure. <laughs> exactly, right? Yeah. Love Bill Nye. Yeah, Bill Nye, man. And then it talked about this TV show. It talked about his this debate he had with um, this creationist named Ken Ham, which you can find on YouTube. It's like something like a two-hour debate or something like that. I do. That. Yeah, I watched that, yeah. Yeah, it's really... Mm-hmm interesting i it's not it's it's interesting i'll just leave it there um agreed again fan of bill nye but then it talks about how he became the ceo of the planetary society which launched which was originally started by carl sagan carl sagan um was a science communicator and professor of astrophysics i forget which school he was at but he started the planetary society during his time and one of the major projects the Planetary Society tried to start was a light cell that mm. would use solar winds to propel through space. And the way that would work is that light photons have some force that would propel the cell forward through space. And it's an interesting wow. concept because you wouldn't generally think, oh, like these photons have any force you know you, you don't you, like when you're walking around outside you're not thinking oh the sun is like literally forcing down on me right but i mean i do but i mean right. you're a bunch of <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> and you're a genius but oh. <laughs> so like you don't you generally think about that in your everyday life but as that's happening um it's also happening in space because those processes are always happening so they plan on launching this and it doesn't it didn't really come to fruition um in Carl Sagan's style, but when Bill Nye became the CEO of the Planetary Society, they launched Light Cell 2, which is out there right now. Wow. So they were successful. That's so cool. Yeah, I forget what year that was, but um, that happened. And then he talked about some of his climate change advocacy, and that was a big part of the ending of the documentary. They also did some stuff at Penn State. Uh, Michael Mann, who is a professor in, I believe, the geography for department i never had i am actually a penn state alum which makes me happy to see some of the things that bill and i was doing there and that michael mann is part of that that community there was also some there were some things going on there i was like oh, okay this is a little yeah um and not necessarily dealing with some of the other things that penn state was going on but there was one meteorologist who was at penn state that bill and i was kind of having a debate about climate change with and that was really interesting to see that someone who studies the weather was basically a climate change denialist which was hmm. which was a bit of a head scratcher but you know bill and I, it was it was interesting yeah um did they happen to show uh any of the clips that bill nye's been doing on climate change where he gets super hype about it uh, and lights the planet <laughs> <laughs> now they didn't show that see that's my favorite yeah. that's my favorite form of bill nye <laughs> <laughs> that's same just cursing people out about climate change yes. on John Oliver. <laughs> Tell them about themselves, but nigh. I love that. That was. I also like the one that he also he has a different one on John Oliver where it's like he walks into a room and he's because one of the things and they did kind of get into this though. Um, Bill and I after one thing they always try to knock Bill and I about is that he does, he doesn't have a PhD and but he has a degree in engineering so it's like i don't understand what you guys want like anyway but that's something that a lot of people try to um attack him for 
and he was talking about how that kind of like affects his um mental health honestly mm. oh, wow. so he was talking about that and whenever he goes on like cnn or like fox and how people will try to like one say he's just an actor which i mean he, he's an actor but he's a scientist so i don't know but that's a weak argument anyway but one thing that he they would do a lot is they split the screen so it's like bill now one half and then this climate change denier on the other half and i know that there was an episode of john oliver where he talks about that and he brings out bill nye and it's bill nye talking with like the appropriate amount of people because i think like 98 percent of scientists believe in climate change and like two percent of them don't so they brought in 98 people <laughs> who have done climate change research plus Bill Nye and that 98 people and two people who did. And that's the appropriate amount of people who don't believe in climate change. And can I just say, there are people with doctorates that are walking around here and that do not, <laughs> yeah. do not, I, and it's hard to say that they completely deserve those doctorates. No, that's fair. Um, can I say that? No, yes, you can definitely <laughs> say that. That's a hundred percent fair. That's one thing that um, I listened to Neil deGrasse, who actually appeared in this documentary, actually. Um, Neil deGrasse once said something like, I don't use doctor as Dr. Neil deGrasse, because he has a PhD, too. He mm -hmm. says he doesn't use that title because no matter who says an idea, if it's a good idea, it should be a good idea it's on, on its own way. And if you put the work in, then you put the work in. So it shouldn't really matter. And I think that that kind of resonates to me because I'm like, man, when I get this PhD, I don't know who I really want to be called doctor because of that. I'm mm -hmm. like, I might just be Jordan Chapman. And you're always learning. Yeah, you know? exactly. That's the point. Mm -hmm. That's so, science. Exactly. So, yeah, that was interesting. It's something else I, uh, there are a couple other things, actually. One is this meteor that <laughs> keeps popping up. Oh, man. And this one's kind of making me upset, actually. <laughs> Because I remember read, I remember reading the first headline. I don't remember when I first saw the first one. I'm, I'll look for a link to the story to put in the show notes. But I remember seeing the first one, and my first thought was, "How big's the meteor?" And when I and it said six and a half feet, I was like, "Oh, that's nothing. It's a baby. It's a baby." <laughs> and then it's shown up everywhere. It's shown up on CNN. NBC, see it like it's just NB. It's just like what? It's it's six and a half feet. It's going to burn up first mm -hmm. before it can do anything. It's always going to happen right before elections, and it's like, yeah, sure, it's going to burn up. Why are you there trying are to? Always, there are always asteroids. Yes. floating past the Earth. Exactly. I think it, people are just making it into a big deal because you know the election is coming up, mm -hmm. and I've I've seen a lot of hopefully comedy. I hope it's comedy. <laughs> But people saying like, all right, everyone, on that day, we're going to lean a little bit to the left so that we can get hit by this. And it's like, come on, guys. Come on. Even if you did that, it wouldn't work. It, it really wouldn't. <laughs> but come on, guys. Yeah. It's got to be comedy, right? <laughs> I hope so. It's got to be. It's, it's comedy, right? It has to be. Maybe. Uh, sure. Someone send for help. Yeah. Please. <laughs> please. But yeah, that's one that's just getting me. I was just like, come on, guys. Like, this just stop take, it you just take all that energy and go vote please. and go vote just do that can just I, why not do that can we do that just just please why not so that's how, that's, that's where idea. i'm at on that i mean you're a genius so that all right <laughs> <laughs> so like yeah so that one's getting me um another one that i saw that was really interesting is from space.com it's about this 
South Atlantic anomaly, which is basically a dent in Earth's magnetic field that's going on in the South Atlantic. Mm. And it's been happening. I've been hearing about this. I've actually heard about this in class um, for one of my geology courses. I think I even heard about this a couple of years ago, but essentially what's going on, it's a weak spot in Earth's magnetic field. And Earth's magnetic field is caused by convection currents going around in the inside of Earth's outer core because it's like basically a dipole moment. And that magnetic field protects us from charged particles and radiation from the sun. And the reason why it's so alarming is that one, because it kind of just happened. Mm -hmm. But then two, um, scientists are really interested because it's generally hard to study Earth's magnetic field. And then learning more about this, we can try to figure out, say, what would happen if there's like a solar storm or something like that. Mm -hmm. Because this dent... It could potentially cause problems for some of those satellites that are going over that spot in Earth's magnetic field and ISS, which is the International Space Station, which currently has astronauts from all over the world on there. So, of course, we want to keep them safe. So, by learning more about how we could potentially protect our satellites and ISS from that, we could learn how to protect ourselves in the future in case there's, say, a solar storm that is actually where we damage because something like that has happened in the past where mm-hmm. but i don't i forget that history behind there was a solar storm in like the historical record right. but i don't remember when and i we didn't have as much technology basically so it right. wasn't as a big as a deal and if it happened now you know our phones gps signals and all that stuff would be in danger if there was a very huge solar storm that affected us right now so by learning more about stuff like that, we could potentially protect ourselves. So Yeah, and you mentioned it was, um, they were focusing on the South Pacific. South Atlantic. South Atlantic. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. I was just going to see if, if there's any other um, context about the, um, maybe that region of people who live there, but mm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> who knows? You got anything else? That's all I have for this week. It's been a tough week, tough um, week. to keep up with everything, but uh, we're going to keep trying our best and uh, hope you do too, listener. I'm talking to you now. <laughs> to <But>. the listener. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Try your best. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, I think just during this time, like, hey, just practice good mental health strategies right now. It's, Agreed coronavirus very real real i don't do not stop it to the person who's like oh we're trying to stop it stop it just stop it it's real just wear a mask and be fine and practice social distancing and in terms of some of the other social issues we're going through right now just do your best to help out that's really all we can say um donate to those organizations who are trying to make sure shoot police reform happens and but also yeah. take care of your community take care of your community you know there's nothing wrong with wanting more cohesion in your community so reach out to those around you right and community organizations around you something i've been thinking about and we're actually having a board meeting soon but is making a policy platform mm-hmm I don't know. What are your ideas on that? Like, I think that's a great idea. Any specifics or? 
you specifics know. not quite but we have such amazing board members right. that i know that i know we'll have some um some more thought on that yeah um, brainstorming rather yeah we're yeah i mean but we also like feedback from you guys if you guys have anything that you think b-side could hone in on specifically why not i think we should definitely hone in on educational reform mm-hmm. but yeah we, we're open to ideas we really hope you send us suggestions through bside.org again that's b-side.org or you can also email us at contact us at the b-side.org but yeah we want b-side obviously to be a premier scientific organization and we want it to not just i mean are we focused on we're very much focused on science and making sure we communicate science effectively to all ages but we are also black and we know like the we also know the dangers of us not doing enough for our community and other communities and just sitting on the sideline so we don't want to right. do that um because science in my opinion isn't always apolitical it can help it's and a tool it's a tool exactly mm-hmm. so we would like it to be that for our community um so if you have suggestions on anything you think we should do please send us those suggestions and we'll take them into consideration absolutely yeah so yeah but that's a good wrap-up i think and that's a good a good place to leave it so please and i i don't think i can stress this enough at this moment <laughs> to everyone out there no matter how old how young we encourage you to please 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 be scientists and we're going to get out of here but thanks to all you guys for listening and watch black panther oh yeah we gotta i'm probably gonna watch it today yeah <laughs> that's redundant <laughs> so yeah but thanks for listening you guys um we'll catch you next time be scientists is a podcast produced by the black science coalition institute or b-side host and producers are jenna carpenter and jordan chapman special thanks to michael mike castor marshall and the plaza abbey studios intro and outro beat produced by Delarillo. if you would like to donate to b-side visit us on bside.org or donate to our paypal at paypal.me backslash the b-side thanks for listening to b-scientist <laughs>